Welcome to the baddest biker bar in the investment world. This is the Danger Zone. Yep, it's the Danger Zone on Money Life, which is where we go to talk with the experts from New Constructs, where they evaluate securities on a scale of most attractive to most dangerous. They do it by bringing together discounted cash flow analysis and forensic accounting. The idea is to dig in at the footnotes level and work their way up to find out if the picture that most people are getting is misleading. If it works in your favor, that could make something attractive. But if it works against you, then you're looking at something dangerous. Want to learn more about how it works? Go to newconstructs.com. Kyle Gusky is investment analyst at New Constructs. Kyle, great to have you back on Money Life. Thanks for having me. Who's in the danger zone this week? Beyond Meat. Danger, danger. Beyond Meat. It is ticker symbol B-Y-N-D. It is returning to the danger zone. And I know who is upset with it being here. Yeah, cows are upset because they want people to do a little more beyond meat. But why is Beyond Meat unable to get beyond the danger zone? Beyond Meat is one of the first companies we've named a zombie stock um, with the latest quarterly results. Uh, things aren't getting any better. Uh, we look at it you know, on the free cash flow burn compared to their cash on hand. They're looking at about three months until they run out of cash if they don't quickly end that cash burn or kind of turn it around, slow it down a bit. And it's a story of a company that came out of the gates hot. People had a lot of hype around the alternative plant-based meats, and it hasn't created a lasting business. We're already seeing some of the demand slow down um, in the overall alternative meat sector. Plant-based foods having better growth than the meat in general. So they got the meat kind of a side of it is not performing as well. And then just the company in general, they've got, you know, Competitive disadvantages. They don't control shelf space like some of their competitors. They don't have the name brand that some or the resources behind the brands that some of the competitors have. And so it all combines into dwindling cash, zombie stock status, competitive disadvantages, and an industry that is slowing down significantly, an evaluation that implies the exact opposite. But you know, it's interesting about this valuation because frequently when we're talking about danger zone stocks, We've got, we're somewhere on a mountain chart, right? We've got a big upturn that might make people interested in a stock that you guys think is a stinker. We've got a downturn that you guys don't think is enough. And while this company, Beyond, is now trading at about $11.5 a share, if you look at the longer term track record, I mean, it was trading at about 13 bucks a share at the beginning of the year. Obviously, market broadly is up this year, but we've all heard about it only being a few stocks doing it. This stock has not been a stinker this year. So is there a catalyst that makes it go the rest of the way for you? We think this is really time. As the results come in each quarter, we're seeing no improvements in the business. Expenses have been higher than revenue on a quarterly basis, I believe since like mid-2020. And so it's really a story of running out of that cash, not being able to turn to the capital markets as easy as they have in the past because of you know more expensive rates. The cost of raising capital will be higher because people realize what's going on at this point. You know, the IPO hype gave them a runway. The runway's ending. And so I really do think it's a, a matter of time here on this one. You know, give it time to continue to work its way down. And that's why we, again, call it a zombie stock. You know, it's worth zero a share, basically. And, you know, the expectations even in that $11, $12 a share are significantly higher than more optimistic than what the company's doing. And yeah, a zombie stock means that I don't have to ask you what I think, what you think it's worth because... Ultimately, you think it's worth zero. But here's where we also get to highlight what you guys do at New Constructs. Because 
if I was only looking skin deep, if I wasn't talking to you, if I didn't know the things that you and David Trainer and others have taught me over the years, well, I would look and go, but wait, their gross profits went up. EBITDA, adjusted EBITDA is nice, right? You guys think that adjusted EBITDA is like one of the most overblown measures out there. So if somebody were telling you, but wait, I, I looked, things look like they're improving. Why would you say adjusted EBITDA? Ha ha. Don't do that. Yeah. Adjusted EBITDA in general allows management significant leeway. They can just remove actual expenses of the business. You know, there's been common items taken out of EBITDA and those adjustments. And then there's been very egregious ones where companies are taking you know, actual expenses of running the business, um, all because it's a non-GAAP adjusted number. Um, when we look at NOPAT, kind of our version of after-tax profit, Beyond Meat has a negative 72% NOPAT margin. So that adjusted EBITDA being positive or improving is not the case when we look at NOPAT. You know, negative 72% margins compared to industry peers, you know, 2%, 3%. It's not a high margin business, but Beyond Meat is so far below that that the profitability of this company is nowhere near break even. Facing all that competition equals a scenario where the valuation just cannot be justified, even with their, you know, adjusted metrics. Is there any stupid money risk here? I mean, is there a likelihood since Beyond Meat is one of the better known and one of the early names in the space that somebody's going to go, oh, there's some value in the brand name. Let me buy it if I can for a song. Because again, it's not just that this is a zombie stock, is that you guys think this company has three months of cash left. So it's got to be on that edge. Is, does anybody step in? I don't think so. The name brand definitely has its kind of a little bit of value there. Um, but we think the sector and the, the kind of market in general, we're seeing a lot of research coming out that, you know, people try it once and don't return. Uh, and so when you've got a business that is difficult to get returning consumers, you're not going to want to go out and overpay for that, especially when a lot of their competitors can create their own brands, kind of spin off one of their other brands and make it look similar, make it sound similar and kind of build it into their existing product package or go private label. And at least there is, hey, we can meet the people that are trying this. We don't have to invest in building out that huge name brand and overpay for Beyond Meat that, again, expenses have been higher for revenue for a couple of years now. So it's not a business that you would want to immediately acquire and say, yeah, we can fix this. Uh, you can you know, try and build it out yourself and not have to overpay into a market that is witnessing a downturn, basically. So Beyond Meat may not go beyond a few more months. It is the pick in the danger zone, a zombie stock that is making investors and maybe cows unhappy because it's not working too well. It is BYND. It's in the danger zone. Kyle Gusky, great stuff. Thank you as always. Great to be here. Thanks. Kyle Gusky is investment analyst at New Constructs. It's newconstructs.com and on Twitter at New Constructs. And we are heading for home on today's show. Up next, David Kelly from JP Morgan Asset Management. He's here for the big interview when Money Life continues in just a moment. Oh, wow. This is actually pretty dangerous. 